Welcome to Coach B Daily. I'm Coach B Moore. In this podcast, I share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently. Today, we'll talk about food journaling and what you need to know and do in order to maximize the benefit from performing that activity. Before we get started, I want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast. Coach B Daily is available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can send me your questions and feedback. I'm at Coach B Moore on Instagram and Twitter. You can also dial in 347-770-1433. Coach B Daily is a offering of eatingforabs.com where you can find out more about working with me direct on all of your goals. So visit eatingforabs.com. Journaling is a powerful tool that when used correctly can help us move the needle positively towards any goal. However, if you've never done it before, you can make some common mistakes that can turn this powerful practice into a wasted effort. They say the surest way to have money trouble is to never track your spending. When that happens, people often look back at the end of the month or at the end of the year and wonder how it's possible they've overspent and are now even in debt. The same happens when we never journal our food intake. How much protein have you had today? How many servings of vegetables have you had? What times a day were your most carb-heavy meals? How much was your water intake? Who knows? Especially if you're asking me on the fly and I haven't done any writing or journaling or any type of tracking. That which is measured improves. It's a common refrain. It's something I'll say over and over and over again, dozens of times in a given period. Collecting cold, hard facts will also help a professional like me to decode some of the patterns that contribute to problems you may be experiencing as you work towards your health, body, or performance goals. Here's how you make a great food journal. Number one is schedule. You have to choose a time period that's long enough to prevent you from doing the good things or what you think are the good things and abstaining past the horizon. So I typically ask people to journal for 72 hours. Second, when you're scheduling, the best practice is to schedule two weekdays and one weekend day. So that would mean you're either going to journal Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Step two, write down everything that ends up in your stomach. And The best practice is to go analog. That means grab a pen and paper. It's easy enough to keep an index card in your pocket and a pen nearby. Also, do it in real time. Don't wait till the end of the day. As you have the food, write it down. We often forget, and when we forget, we become less accurate in our tracking. Step three, include connective data, such as how did you feel before and after eating whatever you had? Examples are, I was hangry. I was stuffed after I ate or thirsty AF, whatever that means. And I've seen it before. Step four, quantify. Include the time of day you had your meal and also how much you had. You can use standardized measurements like tablespoon, cups or ounces, or you can use more colloquial measurements like a handful. Also, you can say what size of something you ordered, like I had a medium fry from such and such. That's it. If you follow these four steps, you will create an incredibly powerful food journal, which will help you, number one, in just the measuring to make progress towards your goal, but also will put you in a position to provide a professional like me with the tools I need to help you decode your effort and make sure you're getting the maximum benefit from anything you're pursuing. I'm Coach B. Moore. This is Coach B. Daily. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.